Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we were reviewing um, a Hammer um, film titled Captain Kronos, The Vampire Hunter, that was made or released in 1974. Exactly. Hmm. So, um, well, what it, do you think? Well, wait a minute. Yeah, Captain Kronos. Vampire Hunter, that's the full name of it, released in 1974. It actually said it was belatedly um, released in 74, so it might have been made a couple of years earlier. Yeah, so... But, uh, but wait a minute, I'm talking. Just for once, let sh- me finish the sentence. I was just going to say that <laughs> I was incorrect about the... Um, it was made in 1974. That was the release date. So it was just the release date. Yeah, because I don't know when it was actually made. I couldn't find anything on it. But it was made maybe a year or two earlier. It had a bit of trouble with its rating, I believe. Ah. But, see, back in those days, censorship was a bit tighter. Hmm. And because of the action in it, some of the action, the violence, and the sexual subtext of it, (laughs) and a bit of nudity and whatever, uh, it was hard to get um, accepted in the mainstream theatres. I think mm. that's why it didn't have a big run, and hence I cannot find too much on the way of box office figures. Mm. I got to admit, yeah. though, it had, mm. um, it didn't have, it, I, I didn't see too much in the way of nudity. I mean, it was sh- enough for its time. This yeah. is what I'm saying. This was 1970s. I mean, unlike um, <laughs> other Hammer films, no, which no. did a little bit more showy f- no. stuff, especially with women. Considering I'm talking about censorship, 50 years ago, censorship uh-huh. was different to is that is today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, all I right, know, and the, the the rules and laws have relaxed a little bit. I know. However, for its day, it's sort of like Psycho. It was time was shocking, horror, blah blah blah. Today, it's well, oh, it's just a movie, mm. even though it's a good movie. It is uh, a good movie. The point is that we've been desensitized to the violence. True. And that sort of thing. So, and the same as this, we've been desensitized yeah. to the sex yeah. scenes. So the sex scenes get a bit more graphic nowadays. Yeah. Yep. And um, back then, the seventies. Mm. Yeah, especially the seventies. They yeah. they practically did all the showy yeah. feely stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, until um, the eighties, uh, they kind of dis- they yeah. discontinued uh, you're that. You're missing something here. A lot slightly. of the the uh, nude sexual movies back in those days went. To art house, they didn't go mainstream. Yeah. Okay. Like Andy Warhol movies, probably never saw the, the front door of a mainstream theatre back in those days. Yeah. They went all they went all art house. And yeah. I imagine the same could be said for Rod, some of Roger Corman's stuff. The, I mean, in the eighties, not the. 70s, well, the, the, did the teenage horror sort of yeah, yeah. That's it. well, some of those things yeah might have made it in more of an art house stuff because it wasn't actually. Or the drive-in, the drive-in theatre circuit. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, irrespective. Anyway. Irrespective. Okay. So, anyway, this movie is uh, titled, whatever, yeah, Captain Cronus, Vampire Hunter, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It's a swashbuckling action horror film. Nice. It, it's enough to please anybody. Okay? Yeah, and it's mm. uh, it's probably like an early um, Blade comic book type well, actually, superhero. Well, it didn't become a comic book. Yeah, after was, this movie was released, yeah, yeah. Um, they made a they were they didn't get around to making sequels or anything they like that. They were thinking about a sequel, but because they had trouble with theaters, and, yeah. and, and the company went into financial difficulties and subsequently yeah. closed. Yeah. Mm, anyway, yeah. Um, so they made some. Some comics to please the small mass of people. Yeah, but they were supposed to be serialized in movies. Mm-hmm. 
this was the first of the movie. So that's why I'm off to do some more adventures at the end of the movie. And that would a lot roll on to the next movie. Yeah. Like a segue. And it didn't happen yeah. because uh, mm. Hammer Films went into liquidation or closed its stores due to financial difficulties. Yeah. Anyway. It's just like, um, I think the only Hammer sequel franchises they focused on back then was either the Frankenstein franchise or the Dracula ones and there were some of them that continued on but others just were standalone movies yes. here and there well they often did that which is not they too did, bad they have films made a lot of movies you're just mentioning Dracula and Frankenstein they did a lot of standalone movies they had the horror and ordinary movies as well and yeah. they had TV shows at uh Oh, crikey, Hammer, yeah. House of Horror, something or other. Mm. Uh, they had uh, yeah. something else. Oh, something else. I, can't, yeah. I just can't remember at the moment. But yeah. the ordinary movies as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mm. certainly like anyway, their... Um, can we actually get a review this I know, movie? I just want to say, <laughs> I like this one because it's... Like a lot of the um, Hammer movies they've done, it, they often ch- um, change the subtext or the details about vampire folklore a little bit. They bend it around to make, to make it fit the movie. Yeah. Now, right. now here, now, go can on. I go through my usual stuff now? Yes. Okay, produced by Brian Clemens and uh, Albert Fennell on behalf of uh, Hammer Film Productions. Hmm. Now, directed by Brian Clemens. This is, I think, one and only director jobs. He, he, he used to produce movies and that sort of stuff. I don't think he, and he wrote for them, but he didn't actually it, it do any directing apart from this movie. Mm, that's a shame. Um, so, you know, um, like I said, he wrote this one as well. Um, yeah, can't say too much more about that part. Uh-huh. Moving right along, uh, budget was £160,000, I, I would presume back in those days. Uh, box office unknown. Probably had a very, very limited run because of its R rating and whatever. Mm. Uh, but subsequently made ground becoming um, a cult-based movie, I believe, in the end because people wanted to see it and it just went on and on and on. Let me jump in just for a yes, minute, guys. I found out that it was actually filmed in 1972. Uh, now that yeah, I just found out, so it took like say. Um, Probably two years to get released. Well, yeah, probably nobody wanted it, mm. and it's one of the better movies they made. Interesting. Mm. Hmm. Well, it's mixture. That's why it was so cool about it. Anyway, now it was released. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, it was intended to be the first in the series focused on the title character mm. and his companions, and obviously it didn't work because it was um, uh, R-rated. I wouldn't say sexually explicit by today's standards, but you did see a bit of skin back in those days. And for the genteel people who used to go see the mainstream theatres, movies, uh, it was probably pushing the boundaries just a tad for those days. And it it probably made the rounds of the art house, maybe. I don't know. Don't know how it was done. Anyway, getting right, moving right along onto the actors. There's quite a few actors in this movie, but I kept it down to a short list. Me too. Horst Jansen plays Captain Kronos. Tall, good-looking, blonde guy with blue eyes, all the bit, your action hero, Errol Flynn, and um, all these other guys eat your heart out. Uh-huh. Um, now, here's something... Interesting. Interesting. Horst is German, and I believe he speaks English. Hmm, well... No, 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 because I was watching the movie, he was mouthing the words and they all looked right. However, mm-hmm. his voice was overdubbed by a person called uh, Julian Holloway, 
because probably because he had a um, horse may have had a very heavy German accent, being a German. Uh, yeah. Uh, and this is German, supposed uh, to be person, based yeah. in Eng- Eng- uh, based English. Based in England, yeah. England. So they didn't want... Yeah, we will... Yeah, because yeah, well, yeah, yeah. he's supposed yeah. to be... Um, his character is an um, English soldier yeah. just returned from war yeah, and exactly he's right. now turned into a vampire and, yeah, hunter. And having a German accent wouldn't actually add anything to the role. So, so they probably put an English voiceover. But the, the uh, timing, the syncing of it was quite good. I was looking at it and saying, you know what? They did a couple of shots where they actually had him talking without him, his face in the shot. Mm. But the other times his face was in shot, the sinking was perfect. Mm, I agree. Yeah. So and I, he yeah. doesn't talk very much in this. He's, he's a ver- very broody type. He's yeah, a yeah. silent type guy. Silent type. But when he spoke, he, he spoke well. But the point is, like I said, the sinking of those words he spoke when the camera was on his face... You couldn't have picked it. So that was a really, really good job for the audio post-edit. Anyway, here we go. Uh, now, now, John Carter plays his offsider, Professor Hieronymus Grost. If the English, why can't I use European names? I've got no idea. Uh, Caroline Munro plays Carla, yeah. a, a pretty gypsy girl who he finds in the stocks yeah. there for being naughty. Caroline is so beautiful. She's a beautiful girl and very much a creature of her time. Yeah, that's what I she like about great. her. I like the fact mm. that she's, um, what would you describe her, you know, um, not a character but or a role, but what herself? Hubba hubba. No, no, no. No, I mean, um, <laughs> I don't do know. Mean? I'm trying to figure out. I mean, I, don't, I just would have described her. I'm not sure if I should... Is the word Amazon or... No, it wasn't Amazon. She was uh, just a very um, strong personality. um, Yeah. Yeah, she really worked good in this uh, movie. Mike's Uh, not going to agree with me on this one, but I often see her as a Catherine Zena-Jones of the time back then. Okay. Because she's really that beautiful and... Oh, she's a very attractive girl. Very attractive. Uh, It had lovely face, nice bod, nice hair, can act. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it does help in doing and a movie. And she also was a Bond girl in, um, what right, was yeah. it called? Um, which one was it? Um, I can't remember. Uh, I think it was not... One the, of them. Um, the Spy Who Loves Me. Yeah, right. that's Whatever, she was in one of those. Uh, and she's been sort of active and semi-active even up to now, isn't she? What? Even she's still active? In yeah, the, she's still. Not but as much Not usually. as much. Yeah. She's... Yeah. Um, uh, but she's been in a film, a friend of mine's film called uh, House of the Gorgon. Yeah, by Joshua Kennedy, was it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one to watch. I mean, we won't review that one necessarily, but Joshua Kennedy does a good um, line of uh, independent films. So if you want to yeah. sort of go online and have a look and see what he's yeah. doing, you, you may might want to buy a couple to help you, him out. You may have mm. seen me do a review on him doing his Dracula oh, 2000 AD yeah. one. That's what we did, yeah. Mm. But yeah. He's, done, he's done lots of other movies, House of the Gorgon. Octopus, was it? Yeah, no, and he, uh, and he um, yeah. let me see, did uh, his own airport um, type movie. Now, now, these are independent movies and very, very low budget. So, mm. come on, guys. He if has if, a bit if, of stage if you have too. a look at it and then you say, oh, it's a bit cheesy, that's okay. He's still independent and he's doing it on a very limited budget. You can turn a, you, you can, if you can turn a hallway into an airplane, so be it. Do it. <laughs> I got it. It was very clever. And yeah. I thought the um, special effects were. Very pretty, well, pretty good pretty for, awesome a, a for, a, for a low budget. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to this. Moving scene. right along. Okay, John Carson plays Dr. Marcus. Shane Bryant plays Paul Dorwood. Dorwood. Uh, uh, Lois 
Dane uh, plays Sarah Derwood and Wanda Fathom plays Lady Derwood. Yeah, I They're the naughty people yeah. in this movie. Yeah, yeah Wanda. She's actually the mother to um, the sh- that new modern version of Sherlock Holmes. Um, you know, Benedict. Cumberbatch. Uh, yeah, he's, okay. um, yeah. He, th- she is his mum. Didn't know that. Well, well now you know. I was going to... Now you know. Well, you know... And she also made an appearance <laughs> in uh, in season three in Sherlock Holmes as Ooh, his mum well, in that movie, oh, TV show lovely. Sue. Anyway. No. Anyway. Keeping all the family. No. Okay, seeing as though you like to talk, mm-hmm. you want to take over now? Oh, yes. <laughs> so the story begins with two girls in the woods... Um, braiding each other's hair, you know, the girly like stuff. Girly stuff yeah. All girly stuff, you know. And one of them says... The teenagers. Yeah. yeah. And one of them decides to go off and get some flowers to put in her friend's hair. And while she's away, um, an, someone, a, a known, unknown person, approaches um, the girl and she sees them and she looks frightened at first and then she starts smiling and... Oh. And then we... She suddenly, something wicked happens eek. to her. Eek. Eek. And Dr. Marcus, who was happened to be in the vicinity, um, approaches the girl and sees that somehow she's aged quite really a bit. Really lots. So she went from, say, 16, year, 16 years old to about 80 years old in a matter of moments. And mm. she croaks, right? And, well, there. old age. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, then title card appears Captain Kronos, the vampire hunter. <laughs> And we see the man arrive on his horse, bat, horse, and and his little man in, in, he crossed in his wagon behind him carrying their goodies. Yeah, and they come across um, what's her name? Carla. Carla, and she's in the stocks. Yeah, I think. stocks. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She put your head and your hands through it, yeah, and then when you, and they lock you in there. Yeah. And people throw the salad bar at you and different things. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. if you're feeling <laughs> really guilty for doing something, and her no, guilt not feeling guilty when you are oh, so no, found to be. Guilty. Okay, you're found guilty, yeah, and yeah. Their, her crime was that she was dancing, dancing on, on Sunday. Sunday. Uh, not a really big crime, but well, probably for back them then. it was. And that little that little town that took their religion seriously. Yeah. Oh, and, this, this, oh, by the way, this is probably based back a uh, hundred years earlier or something or rather yeah. too. So yeah. Yeah, Kronos releases her, mm. and she's obliging to him, and he, she decides to come along with them. Well, yeah, she had nothing to hold her back there. Yeah, yeah no, mm. no, what, no kin of or no, whatever. Nothing. So she goes along for the ride, jumps on the wagon, and goes with them. Mm. Well, them. He, he he saved her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I won't get anything else. Yeah, and and they there's a bit of there's a there's an awesome chemistry between her and from, him. Yeah, from a was, sexual point of view. Well, they both look good. They both look at each other with those uh, bedroom eyes, you know. Yeah, yeah. I gotta admit, um, the actor um, who plays Kronos, um, what's his name? Horst. Horst. Yeah. He's really attractive in this. He's, what's, you know that that the blonde haired, blue eyed Aryan race sort of stuff. You know, is he, yeah. yeah. Mm. He looks really good. I mean, he, he's about 83 now and he still looks pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. A bit wrinkly and stuff, but he's, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's, holding, he's holding his age well and he's not falling yeah. apart that much. Yeah, mm. anyway, so um, they soon arrive at Dr. Marcus's place and Dr. Marcus reports about, say, several girls are being brutally um, dying of old age. They start yeah, young off young girls, yeah. and then the next minute they're old. And Gross, Dr. Professor Gross explains that this is the work of vampires. And, va- and unlike ordinary vampires where they're sucked of blood, 
they're actually drained of youth. Yeah, they're sucking the life. They're sucking the life out of them, just like lawyers and accountants do, <laughs> or lawyers more so. You divorce lawyers, you know. Yeah. They suck the life out of you. Yeah, yeah and, and everything else. Yeah, each yeah. of the girls had a crucifix on them, and and. Dr. Gross also has a specific theory about this. He says that these women were not of their... Were yeah, you didn't, they, 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 their faith wasn't strong. Having a crucifix around your neck and not totally believing doesn't protect you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what it's said. Which makes sense. Yeah. 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 And so they were mesmerized or hypnotized from in their... By own. their uh, antagonist, whoever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. We don't know who the antagonist is yet. So. Yeah. He remains a cloaked figure we don't know the identity of. Yeah, I mean, it could be me. No, no, I, I, I need a tarpole and I'm on the chubby side. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, another girl gets killed in the. Um, two girls, I should mention, got killed. One of them gets killed walking through the forest, and another one who happens to be in chapel. Yeah, actually, yeah. The, the, this vampire person can go into churches and chapels and stuff. That's well, a bit strange, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Mike, what is a church these days? It's a building, after all. Yeah, Except it's, for it's, it's no, 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 no. It is not a building. Back I know. in those, I don't know the, but the, some of the spin-off churches, but Catholic Church, Anglican Church, whatever. They actually bless the building and consecrate the building and stuff. To make it, to, and then they leave it. They'll unbless it. They'll, well, somehow rather, they do some other prayers to decommission it. Mm, true. Uh, so it is really a house of God in all sense because it's been uh, prayed over and blessed and different things. And yeah. all, so back in those days, yeah, a vampire technically couldn't walk in there. And lo and behold, here's one for you: most vampires, if you go by the books, can't come into <laughs> your place house, building, whatever, unless you invite them in. Yeah, anyway. Ah. And considering the church is an open place you for still, anyone. You still can't cross the threshold unless they're invited in. True. Ah. Uh-huh. There you go. Bit of, bit of history for you, folks. Yeah. Well, in this case, in this movie... <laughs> he's already in there. He's already in there, and yeah. he's allowed to enter anywhere Or in he or movie. she. We don't know what it is yet. There. Yes, so back to the story. Yeah. Um, so... But they come up with some sets of plans of how to track down the vampire. They bury dead toads into the underground, under the They put little dead ground. toads, little wooden boxes. Yeah, and put them, bury them. And sometime later, the next day, when, when they think, or when, after murder was committed, they go and check these boxes. And the, th- the theory is that uh, just as the vampire can take life, if it comes past something that's already dead... It can resurrect it. It'll take life from the vampire. Yeah. And lo and behold, one of the toads came back to life, which proved their theory, yes, we are dealing with a vampire. Yeah. And so anyway, they noticed that there was a carriage, yeah, a carriage um, that's markings on the ground, which indicate this, that, this, 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 that maybe a coach or a wagon might have been in the vicinity. Yeah, exactly. And this could be the getaway vehicle, too, that said... Um, Something along those lines. ...to yeah. the um, vampire. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, they they eventually had to split up because the, the carriage came to a crossroads, which... And, 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 the, and there was no... And for some reason, they couldn't see which way the tracks went. Yeah. He's not a very good soldier if you can't track a coach yeah. going through mud. Yeah. Anyway, but the, maybe the ground had more solid there and just couldn't see which way the carriage yeah. went. I do. The yeah. one direction leads to a town and a tavern, I think, or, you know, a bar. And the other one probably may lead to the 
to a sort of a mansion that uh, where the well, when over the hill to, towards someone's uh, property. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they so Marcus and Kronos they split up. Kronos went in one direction, and the av- and Marcus went the other direction. Or he said he was going to stick around and, s- and, and and see if he can find some stuff out. But I think he goes on his merry way to find his own ideas about maybe who might be the vampire is. So he visits um, the Sarah and her brother. Bugalogs. Um, um, oh yeah, Paul Dun. The wood, the wood, do a wood, and they he he asks them a few questions like how their mother is, Lady Durwood, yeah. and she was unwell. She's she was in a carriage carriage earlier where she looks like she's practically aged. Mummy a looked lot. like a mummy. How's that? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he does. Um, Marcus also encounters a vampire in the woods, and but we don't know what happens to him. We just assume well, we the worst. Assume that. He got accosted. How's that? Yeah, he has blood on his lip and he licked the blood a little bit. I think yeah. dabbing throughout the. And that was a telltale sign. If if you get your blood, your life sucked out, suck, if you had your life sucked out of you by a vampire, what you'd do, you'd actually have little blood come on your lips. Yeah. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense, but that's what the story yeah. said. Yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, um, the carriage driver that belongs to the to the. Daryl Woods. Yeah. Um, he approaches the, at the people in the tavern, and he asks three men to um, that he'll pay them um, amount of money to ki- get rid of um, Captain Kronos and, and his offsider. Yeah, mm-hmm. they kind of say some nasty things to Miss Professor Gross because uh, well, Gross is a, bu- a hunchback and this is a bit like Igor, but not quite as bad. Yeah, he's <laughs> a nice man. That's all I can say. And Very nice, yes. And he doesn't deserve this ill treatment. What's got your back up, Punchy? It's not a very nice thing to say to a hunchback. No. Yeah, and fortunately, Kronos gives them a taste of their own medicine by calling them names and then slashing their throats. Within a couple of seconds, they're all dead on the floor. Yeah. And he doesn't ruffle a hair. He then asks the, um, the tavern owner... Um, um, have you seen a car- carriage or coach or wagon recently? And they say, no carriages or coaches arrived around here recently. Nah. Liar, liar. <laughs> Pants on fire. But then again, he probably wasn't looking outside the window for any he carriages. He would have known. But who, he wouldn't He know. was scared of them. Yeah. <laughs> mm. They go back to Marcus's house and there they... Um, Professor Gross is a little sad that these guys were picking on his appearance. And Caroline says, I mean, Carol says um, that her mother said that um, beauty fades in the end, and, but a kind soul lasts forever. Yes. And. And Cronus says something about Yeah, he says, wise woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Gross realizes. And they, they, they did Cronus say something about. Um, he says, um, you, um, your body was blessed by you by, by God yeah. to yeah. help me rid the world of these vampire creatures. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. And this kind of sets him at ease, I guess. It does, yeah, yeah somewhat. Anyway. And they set up their next trap of trying to find likely where the vampire might strike next. Next. So they set up this special bell system where they put some bells on these a long, ri- ribbon. A long ribbon and mm. attach it to trees, limbs, so and stuff like that. So if anyone goes past there... Mm-hmm. A person, kangaroo, 
and that moo cow. Yeah, yeah. of course we see a woman walking through the woods and getting some eggs or something. Well, eggs or mushrooms? Or uh, I think it was eggs. I think yeah, carrying some, he carried a basket of eggs. Yeah, I think. and and you got to admit, I like it how uh, Captain Kronos he he kind of jumps really fast when he's oh he moves it when, when he gets alerted to something and he's he has to move. One second he's here, and the next second he's gone somewhere else. How the hell did he do that? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And anyway, they eventually the woman gets accosted by or or sucked her. She gets attacked by a bat, a vampire bat. Yes. And that bat eventually disappears, and we all we left with is dead is a dead woman. Yes. And a lot of broken eggs. Yeah. Don't forget the eggs. Yeah, later that night, Kronos um, and Carol are making out or having a bit of Carla. party. Carla. Carol. Carla. Carla. Um, sorry. Your grandmother's name was Amelia Carla, okay? It's Carla, okay? <laughs> yeah, anyway, they make out and he tells her a bit of his past that his mum and sister got became vampires when he was off at war and he had to... He got bitten, but he oh, survived. Yeah, but, but we yeah, don't yeah. know the full story yeah. of how that happened he and may, how he maintained He may humanity. not have got a good bite on him. Mm-hmm. Just enough to scar him. So, mm. so yeah, so he had to kill his mother and his sister. Yeah. Sometimes I know how he feels. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> while this is happening, Dr. Marcus notices his hairline starting to be coloured. Yeah, he, he had before, a bit of grey around There was grey around his and hair. And his skin was starting to look a bit younger. Oops. He then approaches um, Kronos and says that he's starting to look younger and his teeth had gotten and younger. All, uh, yeah, his canine teeth started to grow a little bit. Ooh, that's a telltale he then, sign. As he's about to probably bite him, luckily Dr. Mr. Kronos was able to smash his face. Smash him in the mouth. Yeah, he just sort of you know, taking his fangs out. Good point. So quickly, Kronos and Gross, they quickly tie him to a chair and, and try to kill him. And, and, and vampires Mercifully. are hard to kill, honestly. You know, yeah, yeah, they yeah. try a stake first, doesn't do anything. A sausage would have been better, maybe. They yeah, try yeah. to hang him, another one. Which he, I, he wasn't well hung, no. Yeah. And um, <laughs> they try to use, um, I guess, a tort or a little bit of, a bit of fire to burn him. But he, they didn't get a chance because he died. Yeah, for some reason, um, Kronos, he actually placed his hand on his chest and he was wearing they, they were um, struggling, yeah. um, a steel cross. Cru- crucifix, crucifix yeah. his, his They went sideways and when he was wrestling with him, he pushed the, uh, the crucifix, one of the sidearms, and it went straight into his chest, and the, the iron in the metal killed him. So, you could kill a vampire with iron stroke steel. While this is happening, they, they, now that they've got this, the, the possible weapon against the vampire, now they have to try to find something big enough to use against the vampire. But while this is happening, someone who's a blacksmith, I think, who's living near, not too far from Dr. Marcus... Saw what, see what, what occurred, and assume that they killed him, Doctor, Mar- Doctor yeah. Marcus, unmercifully. Well, they did kill him, but Doctor Marcus wanted him to be killed. They thought he, they, they thought they th- killed him uh, for yeah. other reasons. Yeah, yeah, as I have pointed out to you several times in the past, guys, whenever a stranger comes to town, especially w- these movies, 
especially in these movies, no. they would assume that these people are up to no good. So yeah, they exactly. go, and so they um, they try to form a lynch mob and try to try to take you know try to kick their butts. Dear, yeah. while they were while Cronus and um, Doctor Grosso collecting a very big cross, you know in a graveyard that has steel on it. Yes, there's a steel brace in the back of it. So they took the cross down and took the steel <laughs> off it to forge it into yeah. a sword yeah. so Coronas could yeah. use it to slay the vampire. Yeah, arrow. before that happens, the bunch of the men from the town, they start to come upon um, Captain Cronos um, and he takes out his sword. Um, one of them looks like a, sa- a samurai sword. It had a very yeah. interesting hilt. You hilt, know, whatever. hilt on yeah. it, and the other one looked like an, an ordinary order. saber. Yeah, so too. So he's been around, hasn't he? Yeah. So uh, he quickly uh, makes quick work of the men. He doesn't kill them. No, he, he, he just, just disarms them. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very he, good swordsman. Because the whole point of this is not to hurt them. Actually, you, you're done, you did a bit of sword play, uh, fencing classes. Yeah. I, I think it was fine with the other guy. Was that real? That was a real just choreography or real sword. Movements. I think so. I think that's yeah. real sword movements. They would hire an armor or a, um, a sword choreographer yeah, to, to coordinate yeah. the yeah. actors. You know, see, some movies you see they take run around swords and stuff. They're not actually doing the moves properly, but these guys look like they're doing it properly. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes they add a new one just to make sure it looks authentic yeah, enough. Yeah. Look because good. this is old stuff. Sometimes. Anyway, they then go back to the blacksmiths and they go ahead and. St- and Professor Gross begins to start turning the cross into a sword, and it looks really good. And and as he approaches um, Captain Kronos with his sword, he says, "A sword fit for a king." And Kronos says, "Or a Kronos." Yes, aha. See, he, yeah, he, he's not pretentious, is he? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Meanwhile, our potential vampire, he's finally goes across, um, comes across a cabin in the woods with uh, the final one of the final country girls, and he kills her, along with her father who was walking yeah. through the woods. He got run by a coach. And her brother, who happened to be, you know, with her at the time. Yeah, he got killed. Yeah, he couldn't run too fast. Yeah, he, he, he had a, he had, he he had a walking stick. Yeah, yeah, so, of, yeah. but luckily mm. enough, Gross was able to throw the um, last dead frog underneath the carriage, and this is where we assume the the dragon, the um, vampire, is inside the coach. Yes, and because it's, the coat toad came back to life. Uh-huh. Yeah, indicating that it's none other than the family, possibly of. Of the Durwood. Durwood. Yeah. So their vamp- unexpected vampire is living there. So then but it's they- one of them, or all of them. Who knows? We don't know yet. Cronus uh-huh. quickly prepares. He starts putting um, garlic flowers on his arms and marking his throat with X's. And yeah, and yeah, 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 a little uh, on his throat so the vampire won't be able to uh, go, oh, munchy, munchy. Yeah, and um, they prepare... Um, ca- ca- What's it? Carla. Carla, because she's going to be the bait. Yeah, it's going to sort of distract them while uh, Kronos and Gross get into the uh, mansion to try to uh, solve the mystery and take on the vampire. Yeah, mm. he gets. He's given the sword, and they added uh, a special mirror. Yeah, a highly polished piece of metal, s- metal steel, whatever, on the sword, so he can use it as a reflector. Yeah, like a mirror. So mm. he can use that. So he the he can. Kind of that the vampire hypnotize himself using. Well, yeah, we use it. We 
Just get on with it. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> Carol um, goes to the mansion. She pretends to be a woman who ran away from home because... Her father her, wanted to marry somebody who's in love. Yeah. yeah, but when she's in love with someone else. Yeah. And Bugger. she off- they offered to let her stay the night, which they do. They were very nice people, yeah. And then they turn in for the night, and then our unexpected vampire slowly walks down the stairs. And while this is happening... Kronos and Gross were able to knock down the um, the carriage driver because they, he was um, he was sort of an accomplice yeah, to the I, vampire. I, I think he knew everything was going on with Mummy Dear. Yeah, I think he does. I don't think... Oh, Go oh, on. Oh, we just said Mummy Dear, didn't we? No, you didn't. You just made it. I up. said Mummy Dear. <laughs> oh, okay. It's going to come out now anyway. Yeah, <laughs> somehow um, it's it turns out to be... The mother, Lord Lady um, um, Durwood, who's um, the, the vampire. vampire. Her children didn't know anything about it. They then see their mother and they're shocked how... You look so young and beautiful you are. And assume, how is this possible and all this stuff, when actually she's been wearing a fake mask on Make her face. Gold. Yeah. Kronos mm. discovers the mask. He kind of crashes into a room and sees the um, mask. It looks very... Old and ancient, like a mummy. Yeah. Mummy's mummy. M- mummy's mask. Yeah. And Lady um, Derwood mm. explains to her children that while um, her side of the family has many secrets, it, which may... Witchcraft make... and other things and vampirism and groovy Yeah, stuff. and she goes on to say that she plans on using these dead girls to resu- who help re- help make her young husband come back to life. He, and he got killed about seven, seven years earlier? Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. During a plague of sorts. Yeah, he died of some sort of plague that was going through the area and he died and he couldn't be saved by Dr. Marcus, who they actually, mother yeah. sort of blamed for his yeah, death. Yeah, I think that um, Ma- Marcus's turning into a vampire was caused by her, I think. Oh, shit, my yeah. Well, theory. there's nobody else. My theory. There was anyway. no one else. Mm-hmm. There's only one vampire there. Yeah, true. Mummy dearest. Yeah, she then yeah. tells her children that she'll for- they'll forget everything and they just see sort of thing, <laughs> and she makes a plan to get to kill the final girl. But luckily enough, Kronos appears and he was able to hypnotize the oh, yeah. Derwood and yeah. fence with Lord Der- Derwood, who just uh, just popped in out of his grave. So yeah. yeah, and yeah. so Box, they begin to in face and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, and so they sword fight, or fence, if that's the word. Yeah, that's, uh, not all fence, you know, sword fight, dance together. But, yeah, and, of um, course, um, yeah. while he's um, fighting, um, Lord Darrowwood um, didn't realise that the sword is actually made of steel, yeah. which I always thought, isn't that what all no, swords are made well, of? No, I don't know. Like, you know. I don't know. I don't make swords, okay? Mm. I always thought that all swords were made out of steel, but that's I'm thinking about nowadays swords they might have used something like bronze or something years mm, ago or something else some sort of alloy or something rather when they're making swords so but this one's steel yeah well, iron and steel come from the same old thing iron ore yeah. yeah of course once he realised the sword is made of steel and is that leaves him a mark or two like yeah, a few yeah. blood yeah. stains because yeah. he's shocked to find that this will lead to his downfall and all that stuff. Yeah, like a hot knife through a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, while he's fighting, he knocks the sword out of his way and Oops. um and Kronos had to use his bare hands to avoid getting Being stabbed, stabbed, stabbed yeah, yeah. which is bloody. That hurt his hands a bit. And he had to use another sword to stab him a couple of times, but as we all know, this won't cause help 
help his case. Luckily, Professor Gross comes in and throws him um, his, good sword. his good sword and stabs him just in, in time. Just in time before he stabs him. When uh, Lord Durwood was lunging forward, Crowder grabbed the sword and went <laughs> straight into his chest. Yeah, hey, hey. and then and there was lots of cheering and no, sorry. Yeah, no, Lady Durwood awakens from her. And finds her husband dead, and you see a bit of trickle of red blood, blood da- uh, dribbling uh, down her eyeball, yeah, yeah, yeah. or not her eyeball. Yeah, well, near eye, near eye. Yeah. Hinting and that she was crying blood tears. And yeah, the funny part is, hubby falls on the ground and dies, and she staggers over there and tries to. And does she die? Just, yeah, just she, dies. Just dies. Um, she just um, gets stabbed too, and then right, yeah, yeah. the blood appears on her children's face, and they and her daughter yes, right, screams. Yeah, yeah. And to and they broke. They're kind of broken the trance over yeah, all yeah, three. The, yeah, the shock over and, they, and the camera comes back to the two dead bodies. Yeah, they're both. They're look, all skeletons. Yeah, and the yeah. mask upstairs crumbles to dust, yes. like they did. Well, yeah, the magic has been broken. In, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and Carol was also on. Carla. On, Carla was also <laughs> in a trance too. And she's untranced. And so she leaves with. Kronos and Doctor and Professor Gross. Um, I don't know why, but Kronos left the sword behind. I don't know why. Well, he didn't. Well, maybe he wouldn't. Well, maybe he preferred his normal sword. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. he had two already. Yeah. If he had three arms, he might have had a third sword. Okay? I just mean that if <laughs> there was, if he encountered another vampire that had a steel weakness, all, yeah, well, I would have taken the sword. Yeah. But he's a, it's a throwaway society nowadays that so probably was way back then as well. Anyway, yeah. next morning, I think, he wishes his final farewell to the long-dead Marcus, you know, it's and says his goodbyes to Carol, Carla. Carla mm-hmm. And she says, um, where are you going to go and all that stuff? And he says, anywhere. Every- anywhere they need me to fight... Evil. Yeah, just like Superman. Yeah, yeah, and he remarks that on lonely nights, he'll think of her. And as the same f- could be said for it's her. Easy, it's, it's the same thing yeah, as lie. And so they ride off into the, the sunset, su- or I think, <laughs> or into the sunrise. Whatever. The end. Yay! Yeah. I think it's an awesome movie. I always think all of Hammer films, vampire movies, well, are awesome. I've always liked Hammer. For this, no, yeah, hang on. I'm going to turn around. Hammer movies. Compared to American movies, the same type of movies, mm-hmm. I would say America, like Universal Studios did Frankenstein and Drac, was really, really good. Mm-hmm. That sort of stuff. Uh, uh, Hammer was always just a tad not quite as good. However, where he, Hammer made up for it, they did a lot of location shoots. They didn't say, oh, we'll all do it on a soundstage. They didn't have map painters all over the place doing stuff. They didn't have carpenters building stuff. They don't actually go to an old mansion and film in an old mansion. They go to an old town and film in an old town. They go, at, yeah, everything, a lot of it was done. Maybe not all of it, but the majority of it was done on location. And to me, it gave it a, a, a different sense of reality. Um, because you look at something like a Dracula movie when you're stepping up, walking up the stairway mm. there coming to a, an archway, you can see mm. it's a map painting in front of him. Mm. That sort of stuff. He didn't have that at Hammer because there was a follow-through into the next room. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it had depth. It had more depth in the filming. Yeah, yeah. so mm. our leading lady, the ca- ca- Caroline. Caroline uh, Munro, yeah. Yeah, this is... Um, uh, she did um, Dracula AD, the nineteen seventy two version. Yeah, this oh, was yeah, this, 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 is, this yeah, is her yeah. second 
you know, of you know va- vampire movie that mm-hmm. she did, and the final one it would seem, <laughs> and all that stuff. Well, there you go. Then. So but she has been active. All, even now, she's doing still a bit of acting. So, mm-hmm. as a horse is as well. Mm-hmm. Now, anyway, here we go. Now, not a much on critiques here. So, okay, uh, only a little bit. So, mm-hmm. all movie called the film. One of the last great Hammer film productions. In later years, the film became a cult classic. Sweet. Largely because of its univ- uh, unusual mix of supernatural horror and swashbuckling action. So you, so you get a lot of horror movies back in those days. Mm. Didn't necessarily have a lot of action in it. Mm. And he has a lot of action movies there. Uh, have a bit of horror or supernatural and gets pushed aside a bit. But yeah. they, they got the blend pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. apart mm. from the odd creep show type comic book back then, they also had the odd um, historic type, you know, superhero here yeah. and there. You yeah. know, like yeah. like this one. Anyway, yeah. that's it. Now, now when like, I talked about the, the, those sequels. Like, um, <laughs> like, like Conan the Barbarian was um, sort of a... She never uh, stopped, historic yeah. type, you know, comic book hero yeah. years ago. No, go on. There we go. And I said before, earlier before we started, I mean, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to launch, this movie was supposed to launch a series of new Hammer film productions. But in the 1970s, the studio developed financial issues mm. and had to close down. Damn. So, so they, would, they had an idea to do several more movies like this following the adventures of Captain Kronos and his little pals and whatever. Mm. Uh, there was a novel written, um, um, written by Guy Adams under the title Kronos and was published in 2011. Uh, now, there was comic book ad- adaptations. Um, mm. The House of Hammer, it was written in that 76-77 uh, period. Hammer's uh, Halls of Horror, that was 78. Captain Connors Vampire Hunters, uh, that was on about, yeah, well, current almost 2017, 2018. Yeah, so he's still popular. Yeah, well, it's an interesting so one. that's the whole point. He, he came over something a little bit different back then, and the story in the movie is still pretty good. Well, yeah. considering mm. the sources of where, you know, vampire source material yeah. Hammer did, yeah. can, um. Most of their other vampire movies, they dabbled with just a professor like um, Van Helsing yeah. trying to track down the vampires. In I this have got a crucifix. I've got some garlic. Boo. Go away. It doesn't... Yeah, yeah, but yeah, in this case, they, yeah. um, they did a... I guess it was a little bit more different. Instead well, yeah, of a, well, just, just a professor... It's nice to have a bit of action in the supernatural. Look at Hansel and Gretel and Vampire Hunters or whatever it's called. Yeah. Now, that was a good Well, movie. Witch Hunters. Witch, witch Hunters, sorry. Yeah, Witch, witch, witch Hunters. Yeah, vampire. Witch Hunters. Okay, whatever, Witch Hunters. Uh, and that was a good movie. Well, it's Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel yeah, deal okay. with witches. Yada, yada, yada. No, but I'm talking the movie. Yeah. I know, no. Yeah, so they came there. And, yeah, I thought they'd be... Uh, mm. Oh, it was witchcraft, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't seen it for a couple of years. But yeah. uh, I've seen so many movies. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that had an action, and that's what you want. You know, it's, mm. I mean, it's really good to see a nice slow-moving drama horror type thing, too, if, if you've got the suspense building up and uh, you're sitting on the end of your seat waiting for the next... Ooh, yeah, that's all stuff. That sort of thing. But if you're going to have an ordinary one, yeah, throw a bit of action get into it. It actually gives another... Another um, 
way to make, yeah, keep people interested. Mm, yeah, totally. Mm, yeah. I do think this is an yeah. awesome movie. I like the I fact. I think it's great. And I, am, mm. I wish it had give, was given the right presentation. Well, no, it, 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 it was made. No, it was made. In, it was it was rated as an R-rated movie because of the violence in it. There was a bit of violence in it, mm. and uh, not as much. Not based on today's, but yeah, they thought it was a little bit violent for its day. Uh, and the sex and the nudity. It was tasteful it was, nudity. It was, it was, I think it was done in good taste and it was relevant and it worked okay and it wasn't over the top. But 50 years ago, mm. the censorship uh, wars were a bit different. Like I said, Andy Warhol stuff never made to a real cinema. It went all art house. Mm, true. And they couldn't get anywhere near a main, mainstream theatre. Because it was sex, male, female, full frontal, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, would, the, the average audience wouldn't have liked it. Yeah, yeah it would have yeah. been a bit of a terrible if, if we saw yeah. a lot more of men's parts. You didn't, Annie Warhol, I'm saying. You, and, you saw everything. Uh-huh. And that's why, it's so, yeah. Art House movies had a, well, I would say a, a select clientele, but people who went to the Art House movies couldn't complain about the content. Yeah. Because mm. this is a movie, whether you like it or not, mm. that's what's in the movie. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, haven't yeah. you noticed, Mike, that there is more nudity of women than me- than men well, these days? Well, I can I can see where you're coming from with this, um, and it's going out through all it, the no, years. It, it, too. It, I'm, I'm going to put it into a way from a man's perspective, but not totally. If a guy is going to watch a movie with some naked people running around, the, the average guy does not want to see a guy running around yeah. with his meat wagging in the wind, okay? He wants to see yeah. a naked female body yeah. running around. Is that choice? You yeah. ask me a question, I'm trying to answer okay, it. Okay, go ahead. Secondly, if there were guys running around their, their meat wagon, <laughs> as it were, uh, and the guy was extremely well endowed, it would make the guys feel a little bit self-conscious, say, mine's not as big as that. Now, yeah. <laughs> same thing with the females that don't mind seeing a naked female body necessarily in the movie because they're not as sexually uh, frustrated or weird or focused like guys are. That is, oh, it's okay. That's a nice body. We say, oh, I'm not trimmed down to get, like that, get a waist like that. And then, hey, look what she's up to. Look at that guy's is with. So she doesn't look at the girl female the same way as a guy would. She might say, hey, I can trim down a bit. Hey, I'm, I'm as good as her. And hey, look, look at the guys she's with. Yeah. So, um, but you don't need to see the guy's wang thing. Uh, he's baloney, whatever you want to call it. Hmm. He, he's sausage. Yeah, uh, I may have seen, yeah. um, um, I've seen, um, what's his name, who did, um, I saw um, a, f- a particular movie where it showed a little bit of a mixture of not just only yeah. the men, women's um, appearance, Bits. but <laughs> she, but, uh, Showed a bit of the men's appearance. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's relevant to the men, I'm, I'm not a prude. I mean, mm-hmm. however, I mean, I've, if there's going to be a sex scene in a movie, to me, it has to be relevant. Uh-huh. You don't have to see everything all the time. If you see them they're coming together naked, you, can't, you don't actually see a good DOP, as it say, so everything is suggestive. You do you need to see the ladies' tits? Do you need to see her other bits? Do you need to see the guys? You know what? I mean, yeah. no. But it's it's you've got imagination. You know you've got a dick, and you know the female body has got two of those, one of those. Do you actually have to see them? Yeah, true. No. I mean, we do but, see yeah, the men's yeah, bo- bottoms yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah, but, but that's the point different. is, you you don't have to see it 
all the time. You don't have to have ubiquitous sex scene in the movie just to, oh, part of the formula, let's throw a sex scene in. Mm. I've said this before on some of the other podcasts. Mm. If it's relevant to the storyline, and in this case it was because they were attracted to each other. He, he met her and they were built, there was a strong animal magnetism between mm. the two of them and they did come together. Yeah, I did like yeah. when she yeah. approached him in the scene where she says that she she'll she's staying and if he if he will have her and he says oh well, I'll have you no it's not, if you'll take me it's I'll take you <laughs> he did uh, several times I like um, to think that in the epilogue that yeah. she may have gotten pregnant with his child I, don't I like know. to think in my imagination <laughs> whatever anyway so yeah it's, it's really hard to sex scenes in movies but it, it doesn't always need to be so but in this case it was fine I can't see what the problem was with the senses. Me neither. You didn't see a lot. The violence wasn't over the top. I've yeah. seen more in a Robin Hood movie. True. Yeah, the old movies, yeah, Richard yeah, yeah, yeah. Green and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. that, um, yeah, more that, more that I think about it, I think that, I think Vampire Circus had, or, or would have had a little bit more nudity in that one. Yeah, a bit, yeah, bit more. So, yeah, it's, uh, they get fun. The censorship, censorship guys get really weird, but uh, I'm glad it's backed off a little bit. I, I still think. Yeah, the coding needs to be checked out a bit better for some movies because I've seen some movies, yeah, and they're rated and so on. And I you know, think, well, is it appropriate for a young kid to see this type of movie? And you're going, well, yeah. you well know, it gets really hard sometimes. Kid curiosity. Yeah, but if you release a movie, okay, here's a movie, whatever it's going to be called, going to local theatre here, recommended for P, uh, a general exhibition, but it might be a PG. For, mm, for, for our, our parental guidance recommended. Yeah, um, I see what but, you mean. But so yeah, yeah, that's it, it, how they grade the movie. Sometimes is a little bit, yeah. Yes. And what works in one country doesn't work in another country. So you got to be relevant. Yeah. If it's going to, if it was made in America and it goes to Australia or England yeah. or Europe. It need, needs to be reclassified. Yeah, yeah you yeah, may have yeah, heard yeah, mention yeah. that Hammer has come back, but their move that. Their movie styles are different. Different, even yeah. though it's um, we're, they're moving up with the times, stuff like that. They still yeah. do location shoots, or I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably copying shoots. the yeah, rest of the other yeah. studios: green screen, CGI, yeah. the old, the whole. Well, you know, yeah, whole yeah the stuff. point is that sometimes it's easy to go on location anyway. Green screen isn't cheap. Mm, There's true. a lot of post editing involved and everything yes, you've got to do. That's with a things, lot of yeah. work. Yeah. I mean, quite different from mm. actual. Yeah. You know, in actual, on you know, location shooting. Anyway, uh, that's about. Um, let's we're rate this movie gr- now. I'm going to grade it. Oh, goody. Now, Blech. well, I'm going to put it up there. I'm going to give it nine and a quarter. No, no. Um, I'm going to give it nine and a half too. No, I'll make it nine and a half because I, I don't think there's anything lacking in the movie. Me neither. I mean, and, and it's good. It's, it's, it's good DAP. You know, the director of photography did a good job. The director himself did a good job. The characters were believable. Yeah. I mean, it, it's obviously compared to today's movies that was done fifty odd year ago. So the acting style is a little bit different. Mm. But apart from that, it was a fine movie. Yes. Mm. And it um, and it's a great um, storyteller. It's fun. Yes. Anyway, available for you people who want to brave the elements. Here. Okay, eBay, plenty for sale. Hooray. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Amazon, 
It's rentable and plenty for sale. Mm. Two things. It's an old movie. Watch out for VHS tapes. Okay. Mm. If you don't want a VHS tape, do not buy it. There are some foreign versions I saw there in German and Italian. I don't buy them. I don't want them, okay? Um, yeah. Now, and one other thing. Some of the listings have the release date as 2003. Who? Not one, uh, 1974. Uh, that's because that Blu-ray or whatever, or DVD, that release was done in 2003. I see. So just go and check. If you look around the ones around it, if you're looking for a Blu-ray, it's got the 2003 or uh, 1974. It is the same one. Look at the picture on it and the actors. It should be the same actors. Um, Horse uh, Jansen and um, uh, John Carter and Caroline Munro. If mm-hmm. you see those names, you've got the right product. I'm only relieved that they yeah. haven't made a remake no, I, look, I, I wouldn't touch it unless they could make it better. And I don't reckon... I mean, apart from the special effects and a bit more action scenes, I mean, it, it's not an action movie, but there's action in it. It's a horror movie with action in it. If you're going to make a straight action movie, the horror's going to be put out... The, the, the horror storyline's going to suffer. You need to get the balance right. And I think they got the balance right in this movie. I agree. Yeah. Actually, we, are we going to do the... Uh, that other movie? Oh, you mean the Vampire Circus thought, one? Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, going to probably do it next time. In next, our, yeah, yeah, that's not a bad one either. Because I am in a Hammer mood, and um, Hammer filmmaking was quite... Um, yeah, I just like this style about And it. somebody actually uh, sent a message to Sarah saying, hey, why don't we do some more old movies? Well, 50-odd year ago, that's old movies enough, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, old enough, yeah. Yeah, and so far we've already reviewed, say, several movies that have been released this year alone, so it's Wait, time to go yeah, back a step and revisit ones. I still want to do stuff. a silent movie too, but I can't talk her into it yet. Yeah. So it's time to go back a little bit of, in it. Back in time to review some yeah. old Hammer yeah, movies. Yeah, drop back 50 years, and then we might even go back to the 30s or 40s and see if we can find... Yeah, I wouldn't say necessarily King Kong or anything, but something which... Um, well, we already that, well, no, something they might not have known. Everyone mm-hmm. knows King Kong, you know, it's been remade and seen, and, you know, but there might be something made back then, like, you know, out of our collection here, I'd say, oh, that's interesting, isn't it? Well, I'm researching yeah. at the moment. Are you? Are you yes. researching on the internet or going through my library? Well, I'm actually looking up online at the moment to find anything that's has that hasn't been drawn to my attention because it's either given the wrong has not gotten a bigger audience reaction to it or the yeah. or the fact it's been under the radar. Mm. As we've often discussed yeah. about movies we often review that are under the radar. Yes, and, and some don't get good reviews and they did exceptionally well at the box office. Yeah. Or they get great reviews and it's stank at the box office. Or so, it just got distributed so, to DVD and no one's yeah, remote. No one knows about it. it. Uh, so, yeah, so we, we, we don't go b- too much by what the critics or the box office say, but we just incorporate it into the reviews mm. uh, because that's what it is. I mean, I mean this is what the, uh, the market said. Yeah. Mm. Okay. yeah. So we think it's good. And actually, it's, it's really nice when the, the box office and the critics and us are all the same age. <laughs> yeah. I've even heard of. Um, a likely one that we might review for Halloween. Oh, but peachy, that it? one we'll, we'll have to wait for until uh, actual Halloween. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah, so I'll leave it to you guys to wait until then to to see what we've come up with. 
we might do several things for Halloween. Yeah, we did. Do we do it last year? Like, did a yeah, we did. Yeah. We did trick or treat and different things. And well, that was things. two years ago. Two years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. We might find some Halloween thing. I mean, we won't necessarily mean Halloween, the movie franchise. I mean, yeah. Halloween stuff. Considering we've already done <laughs> Halloween, I think. Yeah, well, I think we did. Have we, have we done Friday the 13th? Um, yep. Uh, okay. What's this the year, one? we What's did. What's the other one? Um, <laughs> uh, Nightmare on Street? Not yet. Okay, we well, you know, might throw a couple of Freddies in there later. Yeah, yeah or at least one, at least um, something that um, El Elunden, what's his name is Robert England. Uh, Robert England did. England. England. <laughs> anyway, that's Whatever. about it for us tonight. And um, be sure to check it out, and do not get the VHS one. Yeah, careful. Said. Yeah, being older movies, some of these older movies have uh, still got some VHS copies running around in the marketplace. Yeah, and... That might be new and yeah, or second-hand, but and, it's still there. Yeah. And while they may be good to get cheapie, it's but always... Yeah, yeah, but you, if you haven't got a VHS player, it ain't much top getting it, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's a good point. But <laughs> it's also it could be also very dusty from you, no, overuse. Probably, but the, a lot of people don't have VHS players anymore. That's true. I have, <laughs> but I've got... I, I, yeah, I got DVD players, VHS players, everything's in my black box, my computer, tied in my, my home, uh, my my television uh, media room, I can go there, I can watch anything, anywhere. It's really yeah. good. So that's yeah. about it for us tonight, guys. So be sure to watch it and let us know in the comments how you guys I feel about it. I think you'll like it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, I can't think of anything else to say, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a good watch. Yeah. Mm, yes. So thanks for watching, it, guys, and we'll see you guys for our next podcast. Bye for now. See you guys.